Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There was a blurb on the Long Beach Post website on January the 30th that read, The 17-year-old male was pronounced dead after sustaining multiple gunshot wounds on Saturday in the city's Wilmore neighborhood. On Saturday, January 28th, at approximately 8.56 p.m., Long Beach Police Department responded to shots heard in the area of the 900 block of Main Avenue. Arriving officers located a male teen in the alley with multiple gunshot wounds. The victim was transported by Long Beach Fire Department to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. The victim was identified as 17-year-old Jose de Jesus Flores of Long Beach. No one was taken into custody, and no suspect is currently available. A motive for the shooting is unknown and is currently being investigated as possibly gang-related. The video buffer that you watched, that you saw the car drive and turn up in the alley and ten seconds later heard four gunshots, was filmed from a camera that sits in my dining room window, out to the street. At 8.56 p.m., my wife and two sons, ages seven and one, were sitting in our living room watching TV as I was in the back bedroom talking to my mother when shots rang out. Now, I wish that I could tell you that this was the first time that we've heard gunshots outside of our house in the last year and a half. It's not. In fact, we've heard gunshots all hours of the night. We have been woken up from a dead sleep by what seemed like somebody shooting an automatic rifle right outside of our bedroom window. We've even been outside when there was a drive-by shooting. But luckily, nobody was hit because what you learn is that typically gangbangers are the worst shots. We've learned how to play the game and actually become pretty good at it. And the game's called Firework Gunshot Backfire. And tell which is which. Over the last year and a half, we have walked and journeyed in the city of Long Beach. You see, it was a year and a half ago that I was installed as missionary to Long Beach, called to lead the replant of First Lutheran Church in downtown Long Beach, California. And as we contemplated the call, we, we felt called not just to the church and to the ministry, but to live in the area of the people that we would be serving and walking with. And so we moved a mile from the church. During our time in Long Beach, we have been forced out of our comfort zones numerous times. We've experienced things that we never dreamed we would experience as a family, and we've done things that people thought were insane. I mean, look at where we live. And we've got kids. But all the while, we've been called to be salt and light to the city of Long Beach. And to be honest, there are times that mission is very scary. Now, I'm willing to guess that most of you have never lived in a place where you've heard gunshots right outside your house. And so it's kind of hard to relate to what you just saw. In fact, when I was talking with my wife last night and I was kind of reading through the sermon, she goes, nobody there is going to be able to relate to that, honey. But I bet there are times where you felt like you were out of your comfort zone, like things around you were out of control, that, that you felt you were unsure of what was going on. Or you felt kind of scared and unsafe. Our text this morning describes a time when the disciples of Jesus felt very unsafe. 
It says that they felt like they were in danger and they were going to die. The winds and the waves that surrounded them were were just way too much for them to handle. We need to remember, though, that these, these guys in the boat, some of them were experienced fishermen. Some of them have grown up around this lake. They, they knew the routes. They knew the risk. And they'd even gotten in the boat with Jesus, a man who they had seen cleanse a leper, heal a paralytic, heal a servant with just his word, and raise a boy from the dead. Yet even with their life experience, they were afraid. Even with having Jesus in the boat, they were terrified. Master, Master, we're perishing! Jesus awoke. And He rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased. And there was calm. And He said to them, where is your faith? You see, in the midst of the disciples' fear, Jesus rebukes creation that had gone awry. He shows His disciples and us that He is truly God and that He has power over all of creation. He demonstrates the fact that in the midst of a world that has gone awry with sin, He has the power to work redemption. Then He turns to His disciples and He, and he says to them, with all you've seen Me do and with all you've heard Me say, where's your faith? Do you really think that that I don't have the power to protect you in the midst of the storm? You see, the Savior King was in the boat with the disciples. And He knew that He had not come to die in a boat in a storm in the middle of a lake. He knew He had come to die on the tree, on the cross, to redeem all creation. He came to live the life that we could not, and He came to die the death that we deserved to be damned in our place, and yet to rise again on the third day to show His victory over sin, death, and the devil. As Paul says in Galatians, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. Jesus calls us to faith in Him through His Word and by His sacraments, and through that faith He gives us He releases us from the bondage of sin and evil and gives us new life and salvation through faith in Him. And then He sends us out to the places that we live, that we learn, that we labor, and that we laugh to point to Him through the different vocations that He calls us to. As C.F.W. Walther said, through holy baptism, each Christian has been consecrated, ordained, and installed into the mission to teach Admonish and comfort his neighbor. Each Christian is a missionary sent out by God into his own circle of activity to convert others in Christ, others to Christ, and to call them to the kingdom of God. But as he sends us out to places where literally we're scared to death, he doesn't send us out alone. You see, he goes with us. And we can find comfort in the midst of trial and tribulation that He is the one leading us. That He is the one guiding us. That He is the one working in us and through us for His glory and purpose. That He will give us the words to say and the strength to say it. That no matter what is going on around us, we do not have to be afraid. 
He is with us. The morning after Jose's death, which, by the way, Jose's name on the street is Grande. I knew Jose. I've talked to Jose. I've waved at Jose. I woke up and I had texted my friend the night before and said, What am I doing here? What has God got me into? Why am I here? And I opened my devotional. And, and I'm not one to play roulette with Scripture, but it was a God moment. Because my devotional for that morning had me reading Isaiah chapter 51, verses 12 through 16. Where God says, I, I am He who comforts you. Who are you to be afraid of man who dies, the son of man who's made like grass? And have forgotten the Lord your Maker who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth. And you fear continually all day because of the wrath of the oppressor when he sets himself to destroy? And where is the wrath of the oppressor? He who is bowed down shall speedily be released. He shall not die and not go down to the pit, neither shall his bread be lacking. I am the Lord your God. Who stirs up the sea so the waves may roar. The Lord of hosts is His name. And I have put my words in your mouth and covered you in the shadow of my hand. Establishing the heavens and laying the foundation of the earth. As we grow from this place where God has called us, the vocations that He's called us in to, to point to Him through our work, my prayer is that the God of all comfort and peace who has redeemed us through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ, that He would guide us. That He would strengthen us. That He would give us courage and peace as He sends us. And may He constantly remind us as we go that He goes with us. And that He is working in us and through us in each and every situation. Amen. I invite you to singing the next hymn, which is hymn 877, God Who Made the Earth and Heaven.